Welcome to a 4th of July edition of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. <clears throat> Thought that'd be a good way to start the show today. So freedom-loving patriots, fellow ultra-mega-maga-extremist Republican cult members. And yes, those clinging to their guns and Bibles, I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you're listening to Freedom Speak. I'd like for you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can click on the radio replay link and listen to playbacks of any of our previous shows. And also check out the resource page we have there. You can get the podcast of this show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. And I found if you do a Google search for Becca Marie, it fills the page with results of various different podcasts that I didn't even know I was on. (laughs) <laughs> Want to send us questions and comments? Email us at Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And if you're listening to us on KDAZ Radio on Saturday, 1 to 4 p.m., thank you for listening. But if you want to watch us live and you want to call in and you want to interact with the show, you can also watch the live stream on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to 12 noon, complete with the call-in line. You can join the conversation. To get there, all you have to do is go to our website, freedomspeaknm.com, and click on the Rumble link. So, been thinking about uh, the 
trampling of our constitutional rights. And one of the most recent ones by uh, our uh, current dictator-in-chief, Joe Sleepy Joe Biden, is uh, the Fourth Amendment. Now, since we're going into the Fourth of July week uh, weekend, I'm reminded of what this stands for and why the original colonies decided to declare their independence from Great Britain. There were a number of reasons that the founding fathers of this country decided to sacrifice potentially everything they had so that they could secure the freedom that our republic stands for. By the way, I want to remind you, we are a representative republic, not a democracy, as keeps constantly getting repeated over and over again. They want you to believe that it's a democracy. It's not. I'd like to discuss a few of those reasons that I just mentioned and relate them to the situation we find ourselves in today. The U.S. Declaration of Independence from Great Britain happened because the king had a a history of repeated injuries and usurpations on the colonies, all having an establishment of absolute tyranny over them. A quote from the Declaration of Independence states, Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. New normals, you know, I don't go for new normals. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government, The history of the present king of Britain, George III, is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. I'd like to point out a few examples of the tyranny by the king that the Declaration refers to. There's a lot of them, but I pointed out a few as relates to the discussion I want to have today. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his absent to laws for his assent, sorry, to laws for establishing judiciary powers. The word assent means to approve. And this refers to how the king was obstructing justice in the colonies by refusing to approve laws that the judiciary in the colonies wanted to enact. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. What this is basically saying is that the judges in the colonies were in the back pocket of the king. Any of this sounding familiar so far? That's why I'm mentioning this. He has erected a multitude of new offices. And sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substance. Here we go. This sounds familiar. Kind of makes you think about all those three-letter agencies I always talk about. FBI, IRS, CDC, FDA, DCS, DHS, to name a few. These agencies have all been armed to the teeth and weaponized to enforce the policies of the Biden regime. Parents are now being labeled as domestic terrorists if they speak out about gender ideology being forced on their children in public schools. If they get in the way of this gender ideology, they could also get labeled as a child abuser and have their children taken away from them. Can you believe this is the world we live in now? Gun stores are now being raided by Soviet-style tactics by agents carrying military assault weapons— You know them weapons of war 
that Biden's always talking about, well, his thugs are allowed to use them for no given reason. And 4473 forms are being confiscated, providing the government with personal information of those that have bought guns, even though they haven't broken any law. You now are always being told there's not a national gun registry. Well, they can confiscate these 4473 forms, apparently whatever they want, for any reason, without just cause. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. This very thing is happening today as our government is making deals with the WEF, the WHO, and the UN, and who knows who else, to establish international laws that would violate our constitutional rights. For quartering large bodies of armed troops among us. Now, so far, we haven't seen any quartering of troops. But you know... I am guessing that the way people have rolled over over the last three years, that if they did quarter troops, most people would not object to it, because they probably wouldn't even realize it's unconstitutional. For protecting them by mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on inhabitants of these states. Have you been following the Hunter Biden story and the connection of foreign influence peddling in which the evidence is overwhelming against both Hunter and Joe Biden? The DOJ, led by Merrick Garland and the IRS, have all been slow walking and obstructing justice from being served. In Joe Biden's White House, if you are a Democrat, you are immune from prosecution. For imposing taxes on us without our consent. The federal government is spending our tax dollars on anything they want, and it's never put up for a vote. To me, that's the same thing as imposing taxes without our consent. Because essentially, it comes out of our taxes. For depriving us in many ways of the benefits of trial by jury. Hmm. Just take a look at those January Sixers that have been rotting in D.C. gulags for nearly three years now without a trial, without being convicted of anything. We can go over all the amendments and learn that much of our Bill of Rights grew directly grew out of the experience of the colonials. Nothing is truer than that of the Fourth Amendment. Every man's house is his castle, was celebrated in England and probably around the world as a cultural standard. In 1603, a civil case in England brought much attention to the castle concept that recognized the right of the homeowner to defend his house against unlawful entry by the king's agents. Now, this makes me think a lot about how In many states, let's say California for starters, if somebody breaks into your home and you fear for your life and you think they're going to kill you and you shoot them dead in your house, you're likely going to go to jail. Why is that not an open and shut case? Why is not that not considered your right to protect your property? In my opinion, if they break into your house, all bets are off. They were not invited. They broke into your house. Even if they've just broken into your house to steal your things, you know, a lot of these play, a lot of these states are saying, oh, you got to let them just take your stuff and not do anything about it. And, and a lot of business owners are being told this too. Oh, you just got to let them load up their shopping carts and their bags and all that and just take your stuff and there isn't anything you can do about it. Because if you do anything about it, you'll be prosecuted. Another most famous of the English cases was Antic versus Carrington, one of a series of civil actions against state officers who, pursuant to general warrants, had raided many homes and other places in search of materials connected with John Wilkes' polemical pamphlets attacking not only governmental policies, but the king himself. Well... Okay, remember the raid on former President Trump's, in my opinion, current President Trump's 
Mar-a-Lago home a while back. Remember, they came in um, and they just raided everything. They went through everything. They went through uh, Melania's underwear drawers. They went through Baron's room. They went through everything. The Fourth Amendment clearly states that they have to provide exactly where they're going to search and what they're searching for. Now, what they were looking for there is anything that they could use to create a crime. This is what goes on in a communist dictatorship, people. Entick, an associate of Wilkes, sued because agents had forcibly broken into his house, broken into locked desks and boxes, and seized many printed charts, pamphlets, and the like. In an opinion sweeping in terms, the court declared the warrant and the behavior it authorized subversive of all the comforts of society. And the issuance of a warrant for the seizure of all of a person's papers, rather than only those alleged to be criminal in nature, contrary to the genius of the law of England. Besides its general character, the court said the warrant was bad because it was not issued on a showing of probable cause and no record was required to be made of what had been seized. Antic versus Carrington, the Supreme Court has said, is a great judgment, one of the landmarks of English liberty, one of the permanent monuments of the British Constitution, and a guide to an understanding of what the framers meant in writing the Fourth Amendment. What does it mean for the American citizen today? Well, the Fourth Amendment protects you from unreasonable searches and seizures. In my opinion, it is being violated more every day because people do not know the law. When a government agent comes to your door and tells you they have the right to come into your home because they are a government agent, they are lying to you. Once you give them permission to enter your home, you have given them the ability to look for anything they want without restriction. Let me remind you of what the Fourth Amendment says exactly. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated. And no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause. In other words, they have to actually have a crime that they believe you are guilty of. And they have to know exactly what they are looking for, and they have to put that in the warrant. Supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. They can't just say, oh, well, you know, I think you're a criminal, and we're going to just come into your house, and we're going to look for something to charge you for. No. It's not the way it's supposed to work in the United States, but that's the way it works under Biden's current tyrannical administration. The Fourth Amendment tells us that the government does not have any right to enter your home without a warrant. You have absolutely no obligation to let anyone enter your home without your permission unless they provide you with a warrant. That warrant will also specifically spell out exactly where they will be searching and what they are searching for. According to a reliable legal expert, I was told they, that you should tell them you will abide by the conditions of the warrant, but you do not give them any permission or agree to anything beyond that. Very important. You're also never required to answer any questions without the presence of a lawyer. That's the Fifth Amendment. <clears throat> In a world that's becoming more woke and the rule of law is mostly being ignored, it is so important to know your rights. I read a story the other day in which an IRS agent was going around using a fake name and telling people he had the right to enter their home because he worked for the government. Don't be fooled. Your home is your castle. So, everybody. <clears throat> Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing, Stella? Great monologue. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Well... 
it looks like there is no more rights. <clears throat> People are, are not aware of the Constitution. They don't take the time to get it. I mean, they're free everywhere. Uh, you can go to the Secretary of State and get a case of, of constitutions and pass them out. Uh, you have to know what your, what your rights are. And right now, people don't know, so they're accepting whatever the government tells them or whatever they hear on TV or what they hear from anybody else. And they're not taking it into their own hands, uh, you know, their freedom. Is what they're letting go. Well, you know, basically. and the thing is, the Constitution's a quick read. It really, it's a tiny pamphlet. Well, I know, but you just magnifying glasses. <laughs> I've read the whole thing numerous times. It's not hard. Yeah. So in the studio today, we have our guest, Annette Castillo, and I'm sure she's got some thoughts on this. Uh, Annette, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, hold on. Let me turn on your mic. Sorry about that. There we go. Try that again. Thank you for having me, everybody. <laughs> I'm glad to be here and happy Independence Day. This yes. Is, yeah, I'm excited. What a time is this, right? So, yes, um, our constitutions are very important. I'm a homeschooling mother of two right now. I have two older ones who, um, thank God, I was able to, you know, instill with the foundation of the Word of God and um, with our history and our constitution. Now I'm doing it with two more because we need these general uh, generations to hold strong to what all these veterans and um, you know different hist uh, historical figures that they're tearing down now have fought for us for so long. So yes, I'm excited. Um, this is a this is. We're in war right now, you guys. We are. So um, you just need to realize that it's it's no more uh, Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> because yeah. uh, after this last session, it was like, okay, um, you know, we sent over a million uh, communications to all the legislators, letting them know that we did we are not okay with some of these laws that they just passed in New Mexico. And we'll get into that a little bit, but yeah, I um, think we need to do that. Yeah. Our constitution states, um, our New Mexico constitution. Here's the new edition, uh, but Article Four, Section One. You know, we've really learned that one this year so far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so a lot of us have learned a lot of things that we never thought we'd have to learn. Absolutely. A lot of us were just living our lives, and like I previously they said, we were living the American dream. Yes, the American dream. Um, and now it seems like the American scheme, unfortunately. So we need to be bring it back to, you know, what it's supposed to be for our children's sake. American scheme. I like that. By the way, you guys, if anybody wants to call in, our phone lines are open. 505-444-5059 if you are watching us live on Friday. And we'd love to hear from you. I'm also monitoring social media on uh, Twitter, Rumble, Facebook. If you post a, a message in there, I will see it immediately, and uh, and we'll you know we'll talk about your whatever you put in there, you know. So, <clears throat> the Fourth Amendment I think is very important because so many things I have seen happening over the last few years under Biden, like one thing that really caught my attention is raiding the offices of lawyers and confiscating their papers. So essentially, uh, confidentiality, lawyer-client confidentiality is also gone because they're going to confiscate all their papers. They're going to know everything that you've been talking about with, with your lawyer. I, it's unbelievable, and and everybody isn't outraged over this. Yep. I don't even think most people even notice. I I think the majority haven't. No, they, they haven't don't. Noticed. They don't. Mm -mm. They, like you said, they go by their daily living the American dream, going home, you know, after work, paying rent, paying bills, back to work, and that's all they're concerned about. Is they're probably they're, you know, paying their lively. Uh, well, like their rent, their groceries, taking their children to school. <gasps> taking to school would probably be the biggest mistake, but you know, it depends yeah. what school they're going well, to. Well, you know, a lot of people also do, I've noticed, because this coming uh, 4th of July weekend, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to have some fun. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go camping. I'm going to take my ATV out, and I'm going to do some exploring. And a lot of people I'm noticing are just literally working themselves to death. Uh, 
And I could not find a single friend that wanted to go with us. Everybody had some reason, well, I'm working this weekend or, or I'm doing this or that or the other thing. And, and uh, not very many of, many of them had anything fun planned to do over the weekend. And, and a lot of people just aren't taking any time to themselves anymore. They can't afford to. Inflation they're, is killing they're them. They're just wrapped up in this endless cycle of working themselves to death. Well, that's mm-hmm. by design. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that it's called a rat trap. Yeah, and it's, we're the rats. It's, it, yeah, I, I, I talk. I did a, uh, I did a thing a while back in which I was talking about an experiment in which they put mice in a closed environment, gave them everything that they needed, only they were in a closed environment, and eventually they ended up, you know, violent and killing, killing each, each other. other. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's where we're at. <laughs> I, I think you're right. Well, that's socialism. We're yeah, not there yet. It is. Well, so. I don't know. I, I think that's debatable whether or not it's right. we're there yet. Well, you know, my my view of socialism is what when it comes to I can't leave more than 15 miles of my home. You know, I'm told what to eat, what to drink, like a mouse. Mm-hmm. Right? This is all you get. This is as many crickets or whatever they eat. <laughs> They want us to eat crickets. Well, they want (laughs) us to eat bugs and be happy. Yeah. Right? So um, here we go. And, you know, we're doing it willingly, which is by design. Yeah. I agree. So you want to talk a little bit about this referendum thing uh, that we've been working on? I've mentioned it a few times, and I think these these laws are, are supposed to go into effect tomorrow, correct? Correct. And one of those laws might... Uh, well, it not it might it it will. It actually, it's a law against what the very thing that we do here on the radio. Yes, uh, what it's what a lot of patriots do, and that's SB thirteen. So, um, and by the way, you better hold that thought because okay. we're running out of time in this segment. So everybody, oh yeah, we yeah, want to get into that right don't, now. Yeah, we're going to get into that. So in the next segment, we're going to get into these laws, these unconstitutional laws, which are set to go into effect tomorrow in the state of New Mexico. You need to pay attention to what's going on here, people, because this is this is really. really really bad. Um, And we're going to talk about that. It's going to affect your life. So your happy life or your not so happy life because you don't get to go on 4th of July campgrounds. Yeah, (laughs) it's going to affect you and then you're going to start caring. So hopefully, you know, it'll get you off the bench and get you into action. And then other topics we're going to talk about on the show today is I want to talk a little bit about deep fakes and how this is going to become a major problem. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with guest Annette Castillo. And we will be right back after the break. a trailer to haul something around check out my friends at jp trailer sales they've been doing business in albuquerque for seven years whether you're hauling cars landscaping equipment dirt or your favorite off-road toys jp trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs they have open trailers enclosed trailers and can even do special orders you'll always receive great friendly customer service and no appointment is ever needed Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. 
Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with our guest today, Annette Castillo. If you want to send us your questions and comments, you can email us at Becca, that's B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. If you're uh, listening to our replay on KDAZ Radio, 96.9 FM, AM 700, streaming online, conservativetalkabq.com. I appreciate you listening. And if you uh, have time, you want to watch us and listen to us live and um, call in. You can call in. We have a phone line now, 505-444-5059. You can watch us live on Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon, Mountain Standard Time by going to freedomspeaknm.com and clicking on the Rumble link. So I want to talk a little bit about this referendum project we've been working on. I've mentioned it before. And uh, these laws are set to go into effect tomorrow, correct, Annette? Yes. Yeah. And uh, this is some pretty scary stuff. It's very uh, unconstitutional. It's going to seriously infringe upon your rights and they just uh, they pass these laws without a vote. That's what the referendum is for, is so that we can put them up for a vote. So let's talk about it a little bit, Annette. Annette's right. been working hard on this. Oh, yeah. Um, so we've been working on this since before the session because we knew that it was going to be a bunch of dumpster fires. Um, you know, seeing what California and uh, other states are doing. Um, so we were preparing in December for this um, craziness, and we knew that we were going to have to pull the referendum card. And what the referendum is, it's in our, our Article 4, Section 1. It's the legislation power shall be invested uh, shall be vested in the Senate and House of Representatives, which shall be designated the 
uh, and legislator of the state of New Mexico shall hold this session and sessions to see of the government. So people reserve the power to disapprove, suspend, annul any law enacted by the legislator except general um, uh, appropriation laws, laws providing the perseverance of public peace, health, and safety. Okay, so what we're doing now is we're fighting the Secretary of State because she prides herself on not letting like I believe 60 referendums in the past go through. So she's happy about that. Um, mind you, the Secretary of State works for us. <laughs> the people, we well, think. she's supposed to be working for us, right? Yeah, I don't know how somebody who's worth $22 million being a Secretary of State works for the people. But um, anyway, besides the point, she is blocking us with this referendum and she's stepping out of her authority. Authority. Um, she's acting like she's a legislator and she is trying to exactly pull that exemption, the only exemption that's, you know, with the referendum project by this emergency uh, perseverance of peace, public health and safety. So she doesn't want us to be able to do anything about these unconstitutional she, laws. Yeah, she does not want to hear the people with their vote because because your vote doesn't count. And you're not on her side. That's right. <laughs> if you're a Democrat, it's okay. But if you're not... Well, even if you're a Democrat. Yeah, I, a lot of Democrats are pushing to You know what? That. And I think all of them, because we have locked arms with this process, and they're volunteering all over the New, New Mexico. We probably have more Democrats signing the petitions than Republicans. But you know what? They've been lied to. They're mad. Yeah. You know, they were told that the Democrats are for the poor and the Republicans are for the rich. They've been saying that crap for years. Right. And it's total BS. And guess what? They want your kids. And we're trying to educate them with the referendum project. So that's what we've been doing through 33 counties in New Mexico. And I thank you, all the county captains who are all over New Mexico, who work tirelessly training people to get these petitions signed, educating people on these six bad bills that we have. Um, you could also go to nmbadbills.com and get educated yourself um, about these bills. And there's ways to volunteer and learn how to sign the petitions. But uh, the Secretary of State, we've been battling her in court. Thank, uh, thank God, God he has brought some really A players to New Mexico. I mean, Larry Marker, for instance, Ramona Goolsby, you know, um, just different grassroots organizations, coalitions, Change Course New Mexico, uh, One Name, One Banner. We have Better Together New Mexico uh, also working hard on this. Um, churches have stepped up. Which has been, you know, it's about time. What we've been waiting for, mm -hmm. yeah. A yes. lot of the problems we are facing is because we have left that void for them to fill. Yeah. Anytime you leave a void anywhere, it's going to get filled with what scum. Mm -hmm. right. You know, one thing. <clears throat> one thing I pointed out about churches, and this is something I'm, the whole five hundred one c three thing. I mean, they're handing over so much control to the government by being wrapped up in a 501c3, in which if they get out of line, in the government's opinion, then their 501c3 status, they can hold that over their head. And <clears throat> I don't know. I just wish I wish churches would just drop out of the whole 501c3 thing and just pay their taxes and and just and do what it is that they, they think they want to you do. You know what? They could. And they very well might start doing that because if— People start realizing that it is the church that we need instead of all these organizations, mm -hmm. you know, the three-letter organizations. God, <laughs> I hate them. And, and the, the church opens their doors to everybody and starts dealing with the issues of sin, which what the government's trying to deal with by putting band-aids of surgeries and mental health and all that other stuff. If they did their job, you know, the churches. And the people did their job by tithing to support the churches. They wouldn't have to depend on the government. What happened when um, they created welfare? It kicked the man out of the house. So now families break down. Yep, does they actually they actually provide incentives to break mm -hmm. up the family? Mm -hmm. Whereas back then mm -hmm. it was like something was going on in the family. Instead of you know consulting the church and getting the problem solved you know, repentance and resolution and conflict and all that. No, they go and put their hands out. 
Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, uh, I know you mentioned one of the bills that's mm-hmm. going to be uh, kicking in. Uh, what was it? Uh, SB 13. SB 13. Let's talk about what's in that bill. Okay. People need to know what's in that bill. So there are four life bills, and this one's kind of odd because um, we have HB7, which is the gender-affirming reproductive um, health care, right? This one is the Reproductive uh, and Gender-Affirming Health Care Protection Act. Well, it sounds good because they use these twisted words and they make their own definitions for these new words Mm -hmm. (laughs) protection you got to really think when you see a word like that you need to be you know put your radars up they're protecting the people who are um taking the kids from the schools to get abortions they're helping them out with transgender surgeries and even brainwashing them from school with these health care centers now sb13 um gives um, them basically the power to do this without any retribution, okay? You cannot, um, like the Tenth Amendment of the United States of Constitution, you know, that helps, uh, it disallows enforcement of the subpoena of the judgment of the court in another state, but it violates separation of powers between states and enshrinement. You know, we have the constitutional right to go against these people, but it's really weird because, it also puts in freedom of speech by silencing all electronic forms of pro-life speech. So just me talking about this today could be illegal for a person, an individual, not a public body, not anything like that. It's somebody that stands on the road um, or in front of these uh, abortion centers who pray with these girls and save lives. It's them also, you know, or Facebook posts, any of that stuff. Well, you know, I watched a, a really um, frightening video on Epoch TV, Epic TV. I'm not sure how you say Epoch or Epoch, um, <clears throat> in which they were talking about this kind of topic, in which there's all this peer pressure going on in school. And you have these activists that that work within the schools. And there'll be a child that is having problems with depression. I mean, a lot of kids, they go through things when when they're kids. They're confused about things. They go through depression, anxiety. And so what they will do is they'll approach... Uh, uh, somebody in school, a counselor, maybe even a fellow classmate about that and that is like in on this agenda of this whole trans agenda thing and they'll say, well maybe you know maybe you're maybe you're trans and, and so instead of right at that moment, Dealing with the reasons for the depression and anxiety, they put a, an idea in their head, this is the solution. This is the solution to your, your anxiety and your depression. And then they push them along that, that course, and then before you know it, they've turned them against their parents. They, they've, they've got the idea in their head that this is the answer, and they pursue this path. In, in the movie I watched on Epic Times, uh, this girl ended up being the the girl's mother found out what was going on in the school. They had these they had these group meetings going on in the schools where they were they were grooming these kids and pushing them along this path. Mm-hmm. And she found out about it and she spoke out about it. And then what happened was is the the school started calling her kid a different name, and <laughs> ultimately the the government the courts took her child away from her and accused her of abuse for not going along. And then her kid was taken away from her, got put in into a into like a a, a halfway home or something. And the kid and you know they they got the kid started on medical therapy and all of that. And eventually the kid ended up uh, stepping out in front of a train and killing herself because no. uh, she her the root of her real problem never got addressed. And instead, all she did was compound her problems and you know we all go through that age we've all been through that age with the preteen where you're uncertain of everything your hormones are changing they're raging for one and so you can sympathize with these kids they don't need anybody to direct them to the, uh, something so satanic like wanting to you know destroy their bodies and stuff but that's what that's where they're taking them and without our be approval or they don't let you into the schools anymore and that was the whole point of covid is say you can't come in you know six feet apart masks the whole thing so they're able to control our children more because you're not allowed to walk into the school and see what they're actually doing 
Yeah, go ahead. Cut, go ahead there. I know I got a little sidetracked there, <laughs> no, but it's true. I just felt like I had to address that. Yeah, no, that yeah. is true. Um, you know, not addressing the root problems. So, yep. um, and I watched them during the session for hours and hours and days and days. And their whole thing was, would you like an alive son or a dead daughter? Yeah, that's a common uh, BS term that everybody's you know, just which repeating. They don't, yeah, repeat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like the rhetoric, right? Yeah, repeat, repeat. So, um, and it's it's just mind-boggling because there's already data and facts out there that you know other countries have already been down this road, and there's long-term, you know, seven to ten years, they're suicidal. And mm-hmm. that's what they're trying to say. Oh, they're going to be suicidal. We're helping them. Their parents don't care. We're the ones who are, you know, that's not true. That is not true. If they make the child believe that, oh, we care about you. We love you. Yes. And they turn them against their parents. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that was in that movie I watched. Yeah. They are sponges. Mm-hmm. And one thing that really bothered everybody is HB7 has no age requirement. So they're starting at a very young age to brainwash these children with books, you know, that's media. why that's why the governor wanted to take your kids earlier at yeah. three years old, because the, the longer they, you know, that they have them in their custody, mm-hmm. they have them all day long, you know, to brainwash. them. And we paid for it with the new child act. <laughs> that's right. I mean, hello, read your amendments, mm-hmm. you know, before you vote. And like I said, you really need to consult people if you don't understand what they say. Don't just get into the booth and say, well, that sounds good and vote for it. You need to do your research before you vote because even Valencia County, where I'm from, who voted mainly Republican, you know, or voted Republican, got Republicans, we voted yes for that dumb amendment that gives more money to indoctrinate our little ones. How stupid. So know what you're doing. So like that movie I watched in which they are taking children away from their parents, this law is going to enable that very thing Yep, in New Mexico. This is the start of it. And, you know. So, you know, parents, mama bears, Mm -hmm. you need to get involved. You need to fight back against this. And, you know, what I would do, if at all possible, I would pull your kids out of public school absolutely right away and find some either get them in a private school that you trust a christian school or something like that or homeschool them uh, is is work i've met i've met homeschooled uh families homeschooled children some of the best educated kids out there absolutely they're actually doing some serious learning and they're not having this this propaganda uh, shoved down their throats and being ma- manipulated and groomed from a small child. And like and like Stella mentioned, you know, they're really pushing this childhood education thing. They want to get them as early as possible. They want to get them before kindergarten. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They want to get them during those bonding years in which they're bonding with their mom uh, at home and they're learning the values of their parents. No, they want to get them away from that. Yeah, they want to teach yeah. them pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And that it's okay for a little boy to be sleeping with a man. Mm-hmm. That's what they're. That's what the books are teaching. You know, they already have library sections for this. And um, you know, somebody asked me, "Well, when are they doing this in high school?" I'm like, "High school? It's too late in high school. They're already. Mm-hmm. You know, if if their parent didn't hold them close, you know, and teach them a good foundation mm-hmm. or homeschool them, they're already." pretty lost they stole them demoralized Mm -hmm. yes yeah 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 it's like when you show a a dog a new water bowl they just kind of sit there and go huh it's because you a generation has already taught them and that generation has already taught them so they don't even know what right and wrong is anymore Mm -hmm. so that's why you hear publicly the trans movement saying we're coming for your kids and nobody cares (laughs) <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're, they, they think that's okay. Yeah, they, don't you know, that sta- <laughs> they don't freak out. That statement is absolutely unbelievable. I, I can't, I cannot <laughs> believe that. You know, but I like it, to see him try. It, it's not only, not only is, it, I mean, there's so many things going on here. It's such a complex thing. It's not just one thing. And I've, I've, I've mentioned this earlier, in which they're not only that, but they're, they're dividing, <clears throat> they're dividing people. They're dividing groups. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Um, it's a small minority in the LGBT community that is pushing this agenda. 
most of them are as horrified by it by anybody else. Well, they're but even signing our petitions. And they they're are. saying, why in the heck are they trying to push this on everybody? Right. And I'm like, well, they have an agenda. And you know what it is? It's money. Money, baby. Money. It's, money. 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 Divide yeah. and conquer. It's all. It's Power. all wrapped up. Because you've got... <laughs> You've got these like these big pharmaceutical companies yeah. and the and these corrupt hospitals. I mean, we've seen how corrupt the hospitals are over the past few years, where they were basically killing people for profit. Mm-hmm. You know, cool. uh, you know, remming them and venting them and killing them and denying them uh, treatment that would have probably saved their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, the hospitals have become evil. I I don't think they used to be that way. No. I mean, I I haven't really been to the hospital too many times in my entire life, but right. the times that I've been in the past were good experiences. You right. know, I felt like I was cared for and, and that they, they cared about whether or not I was, what was good for me and my health. But now it's like, it's all about the money. You walk in with a dollar sign on your head. That's right. It's like, hmm, yep. how much is that person worth? The love of money. Is That's the right. Of all evil. Yes. Yeah. We well, you know, during the COVID, go. though, they were giving all kinds of money out if it was a COVID death. So mm-hmm. if you had a heart attack, it was COVID. If you got on a motorcycle accident and got killed, it was COVID because mm-hmm. they got like, what was it, 13000 for each case? Mm-hmm. And look at Presbyterian UNM. They are banking. They're building huge additions to their hospitals from all the money they got. Well, that's HB7. I mean, uh, reproductive health care. I'm sorry. Nothing about killing anybody is ever healthcare. That's oh, yeah, harm. reproductive. <laughs> that's harm but that care. sounds so much better. Uh-huh. Deconstructive healthcare. <laughs> yeah, it's like you might you might even say we're all for pro-choice and we choose life. Yeah. Oh right. My gosh. Yeah. We've heard that one too. I'm I, like, I love to steal their steal yeah, their things. Yeah. They hate it when you do oh that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But you know, even uh, late-term abortion is seventeen thousand dollars. So. I mean, that parking lot's always full at the Southwest Women's Healthcare Center and these abortion centers. They're hurting women, too, at these centers. Um, and I, I watched um, What is a Woman by Matt Walsh oh, that's on Twitter. A, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was interviewing somebody who transitioned, and she had kids and everything, and she regretted it. And, you know, I think seven to ten years, she's like, we become suicidal. And I'm like, that's what you're seeing with the guns at the schools and these people going crazy. It's it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 happening now. Yeah. Yeah. But seventy thousand dollars to transition from a girl to a man. That's a lot of money for one person. Mm-hmm. So always follow the, follow the money. Um, one thing that I would suggest uh, for parents is to. You know, like Becca said, pull your kids out of these public school systems, Um, you know, do private school, homeschool, um, because if we can do this, you guys, if we can get 10 kids, just 10 from every school, every school that gets 10 kids out of their system is $80,000 they lose. Let's bankrupt yeah. the devil that's yeah. what we have to do that's what we have to stop do. feeding into these organizations that are promoting satanic crap like target you know and um transgender dysphoria and all this other stuff it's bad girls yeah. are regretting this yeah. yeah and that's what they're going after is our women that uh you know not only that but they're they're trying to basically wipe out people's identities Oh yeah, they don't. They don't want us identifying as individuals, um, and it's as a matter of fact that's a topic we're going to get into later. I don't want to dig into that too much because we're going to talk about the road to transhumanism. Oh yes, uh, gonna, in hour two we're going to hit that. I'm pretty sure. And uh, so, any, any other bills there um, that oh, are yeah. specifically that we want to really point out? Yes. Okay. Um, there's another one. It's uh, expanding human rights scope act. So this is. Oh, that sounds so good though. <laughs> Well, <laughs> not if it takes other people's rights away. Oh, well, that's a problem. <laughs> well, you know, anytime you bend the truth and you live in make-believe land, you know, you got to, like, deal with the truth eventually. And unfortunately, our little girls in the locker rooms are the ones who are getting um, the truth handed to them with boys raping them, mm-hmm. like in Rio Rancho. Yeah. 
mother found her daughter's diary and, you know, saw that uh, she had been assaulted in her own bathroom. And her daughter hadn't said anything about it? No. Huh. No. But that, that's typical of a child that's, that is abused. They, they're scared to say it. They act like it's their fault or they're led to believe it. And then they threaten them. Don't say anything because if you do, we'll kill your family or we'll mm-hmm. kill you. So it, it, And they're young and innocent. You know, they don't and they realize. Feel, and they probably feel like it's their fault, yeah. you know, in some dumb way. You know how the devil whispers lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like. I shouldn't have gone to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So that was my fault. Yes. Yeah. I, gosh. Why right couldn't I hold it for another hour? Poor thing. You know, we need to stick up for our children. So this one literally passed and it's a problem. Um, you know, people are like, well, I think everybody should, shouldn't be discriminated. I'm sorry. Gender means an individual of societal exception or perception. You know what perception is? That's very vague and Whatever very you think abstract. it is. Yeah. I want yeah. to perceive that I'm 65 years old today mm-hmm. and I'm going to go get Medicare and Social Security. Okay. Well, there's people out there that are perceiving they're a cat. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you know what? When it hurts people, why are you giving them the same rights to hurt people? It doesn't make sense. You live in the land of make-believe that anything make-believe cannot be law. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God's yeah. law says so, too. <laughs> yeah. And that's the supreme law, okay? <laughs> so yeah. that, this one we have a huge problem with. And, um, you know, they're just totally overreaching into the realm of truth. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, people, it's just like, be nice to people. Who? Ca- I mean, that's their issue with sin if they're you know, in that problem or mental illness, you know, have common courtesy, but please don't invade other people's rights to the bathroom and to other accommodations just to accommodate one class, one all very of this, small class. Yeah, all of this is causing so much division among people in general. There's a little clip I'm going to play later on that, uh, that you know, kind of hits that, I think, mm-hmm. really well. Um but it's creating so much division, and that's what they want. If we're divided, we're not talking to each other. We're not. We're not pushing back. Nope. Because we're all separated. We're all caught up on our own little vicious. Kind of like what I talked about. Everybody's caught up in this in this vicious loop of working themselves to death. And, and, and whatever they're no longer to, talking to other people. Yeah, and whatever happened to live and let live? I mean, who cares what they do with their life? Why do they want to push it on everybody? Why do we all have to be Abby normal, you know? <laughs> Abby normal, I like that. But why, mm-hmm. do, but why do we yeah. have to do that just because they want it, you know? You know why? Is because we don't have facilities, and we haven't had facilities set up for these people, and they don't know how to deal with them, and they don't want to deal with them, so they want to make money off of them. Yeah. I mean, don't ever let a crisis go to waste. My oh, God. heck no. <laughs> no. So okay. that's, that's uh, what 207. Else you got? And then we have SB 397. Okay. So this one is the school-based health care centers. Oh, that sounds so nice, though. They're going to, they're going to, yeah. they're going to, Well, they already have 79 that exist here in New Mexico. 54 are run by the New Mexico Department Uh of Health, which, (laughs) cha-ching, I wonder who pays for that. Well, (laughs) I'll tell you, us. So what kind of health care are they going to get in school? So they get get it all. (laughs) They they get uh, mental health, surgical health, um, you know, the list goes on. They get transportation, lodging. Wow. Now, I, I assume I all to, of this can stuff. Can I go to school and get my, my knee surgery? Now, <laughs> right. I, well, I, now, I assume if your child's in school and they're getting this health care and this surgeries and, and mm-hmm. mental health, that all of this stuff, uh, that the, the parents are informed about all this, right? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. no oh, no, 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 okay. No, 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 no. Okay. They cannot, um, you know, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't want to let you in on it because you might have an objection so they they have these health plans right Mm -hmm. um you come in you you think you're wanting to be you're a girl you want to be a boy which is like the highest percentage right now that's happening that's what i heard Mm -hmm. yeah um they have and you know you know what the the logic behind that 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 kid and i can see how young girls might think this they look at boys that you know that's like they they see them as strong and and you know being able to defend themselves and and girls i i would imagine they they're feeling like they like maybe that they're weaker and it's like wow i'd be more like to be more like that and be able to defend myself and and not be picked on or whatever 
wish it was that nice. But you know, it's not that I don't nice. Think, I don't think it's that nice. You know, I think it's more of um, back to what's going on uh, with the pedophilia. Mm-hmm. How it's all over the child trafficking, um, you know, the uh, child porn is all over. That is going to spread and corrupt people's mind where they have a craving. So guess what that craving falls onto? Kids. Okay, so um, <clears throat> that's the end of the first hour. What we'll do in the second hour is we will uh, we'll wrap up this conversation about the referendums, and then I want to get into a discussion about deep fakes and what we where we could be heading. It, 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 these deep fakes, I mean, this is scary stuff. So you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with guest Annette Castillo. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 